Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Faces of TBI podcast series. I am Amy Zellmer, founder of FacesofTBI.com and your host. Today, I will be chatting with Super Bowl champion and author Ben Utech. This episode is brought to you by Minnesota Functional Neurology, a Minneapolis-based clinic staffed by a caring and progressive team of functional neurologists who are experienced in treating post-concussion rehabilitation, chronic pain, dizziness, whiplash, and migraines. They are the concussion doctors you can trust for comprehensive brain health in Minnesota. They have greatly helped me and many others in the Twin Cities. You can find them online at mnfunctionalneurology.com. Hi, everyone. I am Amy Zollner, and you are listening to The Faces of TBI, a podcast series for survivors by survivors, raising awareness about traumatic brain injury, one podcast at a time. For those of you who may not know who I am, I am a TBI survivor from a fall on the ice in February of 2014. I am a frequent contributor to the Huffington Post, and I volunteer on the Brain Injury Association of America's Advisory Council, and I recently released my first book, Life with a Traumatic Brain Injury, Finding the Road Back to Normal. You can learn more about me at facesoftbi.com. And you can also catch all of our previous podcasts there as well. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy Zellmer. Today, our guest is Ben Utech. And Ben has always chased his dreams, finding his way from a small river town in Minnesota to a Super Bowl championship field. He has established himself as a prominent corporate and motivational speaker in the areas of leadership and culture. Both of his programs, the Champion's Way and the MVP program, stem from lessons he learned in the locker room with Hall of Fame coach Tony Dungy and in the huddle with future Hall of Famer Peyton Manning. Both programs illuminate dynamic ways to succeed in business and life. Ben has found success in many realms, sitting on the prestigious board of the American Brain Foundation, authoring Counting the Days While My Mind Slips Away with Simon & Schuster, and releasing award-nominated albums as a professional singer. With, however, without question, Ben would tell you his greatest accomplishment is being a husband to his beautiful wife and a father to their four daughters. So, Ben, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here today. Amy, it's great to, it's great to talk with you again, and I, I need to bring you on the road because that introduction was fantastic. You need, to, you need to be like you need wow, you need to like come you. with me everywhere I go, and then you can just you can just say that to everybody, and then okay, it will, it okay, will just be that, that much more successful. I'm going with Ben on the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for being here. I had you on my podcast a little over a year ago when your book first was released, and I know I follow your blog and I get your email and. Then, I'm, you've been really talking a lot, you know, kind of recapping your pa- your past year and the wild ride you've been on. And so I thought it would be fun to bring you on and talk about what you've been up to and some of the exciting things that have happened since you released your book. And I know you've done a lot of traveling um, and you've been to some cool places and done a ton of book signing. So thank you so much for being here. 
I know my listeners love hearing from you. So thanks so much for sharing no your problem. time with us. Thanks for, yeah, thanks for having me. So let's start. Tell us some of the cool places you have gotten to go this past year. I loved watching watching your stories. Well, it's been yeah, it has been a, it has been a, an exciting year um, uh, for speaking. You know, really finding finding a message that that um, you know really can positively impact people's lives has been a joy. And where that takes you across the country is is always, um, I think, an incredible experience to learn to learn more about you know this great country we live in. You know, so I, I've I've been east coast to to west coast. Um, but also had a chance to travel outside of the country um, this year to Israel, where I spent uh, almost two weeks um, in Israel, just uh, going uh, all across it. It's only the it's only the size of about the state of New Jersey, so you can cover a lot of ground in two wow. weeks. And there's uh, there's obviously so much history there, and so that was an eye-opening experience, along with um, doing a mission trip. Uh, in Ukraine and having a chance to to go across the eastern part of Ukraine, uh, which is right on the border of having a lot of those political issues with with Russia. And so it's it was an intense um, period of time, but but really taking you outside of, you know, what we're so used to in America and the culture that we're used to to living in here and, and challenging you to, to step outside that comfort zone. And that, that was, um, that was definitely a much needed um, trip for me. Very cool. And how, how is your memory? Are you remembering these trips? Um, I'm assuming you heavily document them um, with photos and, and maybe even you journal, but how is your memory? Are you able to, keep these memories with you um, or are they challenging at times? Great question. And the miraculous answer is that my memory is fantastic and it's, it's probably That's stronger awesome. than it was when I was playing. I, I, uh, it's, it's really the kind of the miracle ending of, of uh, my story in, in my book as well, which, which, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough title. I mean, it's, it, it came from mm-hmm. the title came from a song song that I wrote. So you, you look at that title and you, you automatically think, "Wow, I don't know if I want to read some, <laughs> read something depressing." Yeah. But the, the, the actual the, the, you know um, during the writing of the book, I I was um, partaking in a hundred hour intensive brain training program that really completely um, reset and strengthened my injured neural pathways. Um, that were ca- causing a lot of cognitive difficulty. And so, you know, starting that program, really struggling with my working memory, my short, you know, short and long term, um, which when your cognitive functions aren't working properly, you it, find yourself easily frustrated. Um, your patience is is very challenged uh, because you're not able to handle yeah. Informa- information as efficiently as you used to, but so anyway, but but uh, I, did, I poured a hundred hours into that, and, and my post evaluation results were, uh, you know, off the charts. And so um, you can even, you know, you can ask my wife. It, it was like a rebirth um, 
a cognitive rebirth. And, and so it doesn't mean that I'll regain any in memories that I lost through a number of concussions uh, from the past, but it means that I've really uh, strengthened and potentially accessed new uh, avenues by which I can store memory going forward. So it's, it's pretty exciting. That is amazing, and I'm so happy for you. I, I have been struggling. Um, next Friday, I give a five-minute yoga talk um, in Boston, and I am struggling with memorizing it. And I'm thinking mm. I'm going to need my iPad up there with me to, to reference, um, but I'm really struggling with memorizing it. And it's so, so, so challenging because I know the old me, that would have been no problem, a five-minute speech, no big deal, right? Um, so my my working memory is still struggling a little bit. So um, it's definitely better than it was three years ago, but I'm still struggling a mm-hmm. little. And, you know, it's it, the memory is a funny thing, isn't it? <laughs> I know you get well, that. But, that but, but the thing, you know, and this is what was so, you know, before I did this program um, with Learning Rx, I, I went to my neurology friends at the Academy of American Academy of Neurology, and I said, okay, uh, you know, I'm pretty skeptical when it comes to all the things that are happening in the brain world. Uh, you know, what do you think of cognitive yeah. training? And I was surprised to hear them all say it's a rudimentary understanding in neurology that you can rehabilitate injured pathways, access new pathways, and potentially even cre- create new neural pathways. So, so they just basically said, look, this in no way can hurt you. If anything, it is only going to improve and strengthen your cognitive, which, which is your working memory. It is your, you know, and working memory is, is, this, is the center of the computer. And everything go, mm-hmm. goes into working memory and then working, you know, depending on how good your working memory is, it filters it into what you'll remember after five minutes, what you'll remember after 60 minutes. And so if you can train yourself to, you know, if you can train yourself to, to um, remember things in new ways and, and do it over and over again, um, those are the things that really began to improve in my own life. And that's, I mean, that's hope for you too, Amy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, neuroplasticity is such an amazing thing and how our brain does have ability to rewire itself so even if there's permanent damage um, you know your brain can find a way to still get the, the message through those pathways so it's, it's fascinating it's really fascinating and I'm so happy that the learning RX um, was able to really help you because you know when you read your book and you talk about your moment of going to the Super Bowl and you kind of don't remember some of that it's like wow mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it's powerful. Um, and you know, I, you know, it's, you know, you had how many documented concussions? Five? Yeah, there were five. Maybe how many others? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, most of my documented concussions were, uh, you know, were, um, basically a grade three where, you know, is pretty much knocked unconscious. So there's no way of really hiding hiding that experience. Yeah. Um, but definitely, right. I, you know, I can remember, I can remember, you know, ha- you know, a handful of, 
of at least of times where you know they happened and and you just you don't communicate that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy that you are doing so much better with your memory. That's, I, I think that's very hopeful for people listening um, that it can be improved. You, you know, like you said, you might not get those oh, memories that you can't access. You might not get those back. But to have the current memories staying with you, that's, that's very hopeful yeah. and promising. Well, I mean, they, you know, they, they use a very credible neuropsych evaluation. And, and my, my pre-results for my, for my long-term memory um, which they, they test in two different areas, uh, what you remember after five minutes and what you remember after 60 minutes. And, and those categories were in the 12th and 17th percent. I mean, they were sh- mm-hmm. as, low as, they've, as low as they've seen in any client. And um, wow. when, I fin- when, I, when I finished my 100 hours, they went to the 78th and 98th percent. I mean, I, Holy I, cow, crushed, I crushed the training and, you know, an example of that, you know, one of the, one of the cognitive tests that they do is called an NBAC test. And it's a pretty, um, it's a, you know, it's, it's the NBAC is used in, you know, in, in, um, in all neuropsych evaluations. And, and it's, it's basically, they, they give you, um, they give you new, they give you new nouns um, at a at a specific distribution rate. So, when I started the program, they gave me ten ten nouns, one new word every six seconds, and then they want you to be able to recite that to them forward and backwards after they're done giving you the the words. And so you've got a metronome that's on the table that's beating at 120 seconds. Uh, a beat a sec and uh beat per second and so so you're counting and every six seconds they give you a new noun and i remember the first time i did that amy it was like i don't even know how to describe i was sweating i was like so nervous <laughs> i was frustrated i was frustrated because because honestly like you'd think oh six seconds i can that's easy i'll be able to memorize those words and man i the, after about the third noun that they gave me, there's it, it was like I couldn't even I couldn't even go back to the first and remember what that was. And and I remember may, I maybe got three I maybe got three words um, and three or four words that first time that I could recite. Wow. And um, but here's the cool thing they <clears throat> they. So the whole point is to to rewire the way that you remember and memorize things, and so they 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 created this memory mnemonic, and and what what you what they train you to do is basically create a movie of images that are connected to the words in your mind, and you and you connect each of those images to each other, no no matter how weird or or you know crazy. I mean, you just let your mind create a movie so that when you go back to remember the words, you play the movie over in your mind and the movie is what connects to the word. Does that make sense? It does. It does. Yeah. So, so Maybe here's the rant. to make my speech so, into a movie. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I was going to say, because here's the thing. I, 
when I started that program, it was 10 words, uh, one new word every six seconds, and maybe I got three to four right. When I ended it, I could do 25 words every two seconds. And I can, and I can repeat it forward and backwards, which means literally every Gosh. two seconds they give me a new word up to 25 and I can go I can go back and I can play that movie that I created and I can remember all 25 words forwards and backwards in order and it's been so That's so amazing it, it, it has transferred over into into my into my life because I use I use that now as a a way of storing information whether it's meeting people um, and memorizing their names. And, and, you know, a lot of times when I meet new people, I, I automatically connect that person's name to a, like a, uh, a film, a film actor. Right. So then, then when that person comes I love back that around, idea. yeah, when that person comes back around, I, I actually like can picture that film actor uh, face and, you know, I, I remember the name. And so, it's just being, you know, that intentionality has really changed, um, you know, I think really changed my cognitive life. And anyway, I know I'm rambling, but that, that, that's a, I, I just think more people need to realize that you can, you can train your brain the way you train your body in the, in the gym and you can strengthen it and you can improve it. And I do believe that it, it's, it should be a form of rehabilitation for, for traumatic brain injury. That's a great analogy, you know, that you can work your brain out like you work your body out. But I, I love that, that analogy. And I think what you just gave us, I think that was going to help so many people just give them hope. Like, oh, my gosh, I can get my memory back. Because I know that mm-hmm. that's like, that's the running joke in my Facebook group is we all, none of us remember anything. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like you can meet the same person ten times, <laughs> so to speak. Yep. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing that, and I'm, no I'm so happy for you that that your memory has been improving like that. That's that's fantastic. Um, when, so when you were on the road and you were doing your book signings and you were doing all these cool things with your book and and you're meeting all these people, and now I know how you remember their name. Um, what were some of the cool experiences? Who were some of the really cool people that you met? in your journey, um, uh, sharing your book with people? Does anyone stick out to you? Well, you know, there's, there's, there's obviously there's, there's just, there's millions of stories, right? I mean, you know, uh, the book, (laughs) right. The, the, the song, which I, you know, has about Mm 1.4 million views now. I mean, when, when you go and you just read the reactions, you know, and, and you, you just, you begin to experience how many, how many caretakers there are uh, in in yeah. this country in the in, in the world for for people who are suffering from brain disorder, brain disease, um, you know, and TBI is is a part of that group. And so, I think you know just the overwhelming r- response to connecting people that are affected by uh, the brain is has been has been. Um, pretty special, overwhelming, um, you know, unique opportunities like being able to testify.
Did I lose you, Ben? I think we lost Ben. Yep, he's going to call right back in. Um, I think his phone dropped here. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, I'm usually worried that my phone's going to be the one that drops because I live in a big brick building. <laughs> so um, it looks like Ben's phone dropped. So we'll give him a second to call back in. Um, but in the show notes, I do have Ben's link to purchase his book or his album um, in the show notes. And I'll also add his video, his YouTube video link. I'll have that in the show notes too. Um, it looks back. like we have Ben back. back. There you are. Sorry about that. Hey, sorry, I'm guys. I'm always worried no, my phone's going to drop. <laughs> I know it, it is. But, we, we'll, you know, if it happens again, we'll get back on. Technology. Quick, but, um, no worries. No, but just, you know, just answering your question, it's just, you know, there have been there's so many cool experiences, right? I mean, and, and, um, you know, and I talked about the, the Congress opportunity, which was kind of riveting. You're sitting there in a room in Washington, D.C., next to on a panel of experts, and and you're you're yeah. pouring your heart out to, to Congress, um, men and women. And so it it, um, it was pretty intense. And, um, you know, I had a chance to audition for the Will Smith concussion film, which, which I made it to, to the final director audition. And, and, and so that was – that was really cool. Um, oh, how cool! Yeah, that was cool. I, you know, um, and I, I just, I think, you know, it's it's kind of this pol- polarizing issue in sports. You know, no one would, no one would say the brain's not important, but people, uh, at the same time, are so conflicted by their passions for, um, you know, for the contact sports that we have in America. And so it, it really is, I, I believe, trying to find the right message out of all of this to, to really speak to people in order to, to reach the, you know, to reach the goal, um, which I, I believe is to make the game as safe as possible and, and to inform and educate as best as we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I think we're learning so much about, concussion and brain injury so quickly, you know, like 10 years ago, five years ago, we just kind of started learning about it. And even in the three years I've been involved in this, it's like, it's evolved so rapidly. So I think we're beginning to take it a lot more seriously, especially in pro sports um, and youth sports. Um, And it's, it's critical, you know, to the future of sports to make it more safe and make it have a better awareness and make a more informed decision, you know, if you do want to play the sport. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I have to ask you, how cool is it for you? You, you and I both live here in Minneapolis, um, and the Super Bowl is going to be here this year. So what are, what are your thoughts on having the Super Bowl in your hometown? Well, I, I think it's, it's hard to put into words. I mean, it's going to change it's going to change, uh, I think, the way the community understands the game of football, just just because of the magnitude of it. I mean, it's one thing to go to a Vikings game, a Twins game, a Wild game, and and get a small glimpse into um, into what uh, a professional experience is like, you know, with. Um, you know, a, a, a packed Excel Energy Center or a U.S. Bank Stadium, but multiply that times a hundred, and you might be getting in the ballpark of what <laughs> the what the environment is going to actually be like. And 
And so for, for a week or two, uh, Minneapolis will be transformed and St. Paul will be transformed yeah. and it, it will, it, it will, it will, I think rejuvenate the community and, and businesses. I, I just think that there's a lot of positive benefit that will come out of, out of this experience. And, and I'm excited for our state to, to be able to, and, and I think to highlight the state during the time that most people recognize Minnesota for, which is, which is winter, you know, winter. and I, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it's a great, I think it's a great opportunity though, because I, they're, they're going to create a winter wonderland. And I think yeah. it's one thing that, that this state really needs because, you know, we get the best of all seasons. And I think that, um, you know, most people hear about cold and hear about uh, three, four feet of snow, and, and they stay. They stay. Think you got to stay inside, or think you got to stay home. But I think the reality is that you can, you, can, you know, you can get out and and uh, and make it an incredible experience. And so they're going to do that. And I think it's going to really, you know, hopefully even even change the way um, you know this state is in regards to to tourism. Yeah, I think it's exciting. Are you going to be part of? I know there's event an event on January 31st, the Wednesday before the Super Bowl. Um, there's going to be a showcase of some of the research that's being done locally. Um, are you part of that at all through the American Brain Foundation? Yep, there will be. Uh, there's going to be some partnerships, I think, between the American Brain Foundation and the NFL Players Association. Um, um, including the American Academy of Neurology. There's going to be a super brain um, educational and fundraising event for HCMC and um, Mm -hmm. the, the work of neurosurgeon, Dr. Uzma Samadani, who's doing some incredible stuff. I love uh, her. She's amazing. (laughs) She's, she's, she's a incredible woman and and she's um, doing great things. So, I'll be uh, working with them on that project as well. And, and that's a great message. We call it a pro brain pro game message, which has always been my, my, you know, saying and my staple. And so I, I think that, um, that if, if it's, if it's done the right way, which we are going to market it the right way, I think it, it can uh, definitely uh, add to and support the the game being there, which is, you know, what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I just was able to interview um, Dr. Samadani the other day, and we were talking about the 31st, and she's just so smart, and I just the research she's doing is just so important. Um, it's it's really exciting to see such cool stuff happening right here locally. Um, we have such an amazing wealth of information here in Minneapolis, so that's that's really exciting. Absolutely, and it. And I like what you said, how we'll showcase Minnesota in the winter. <laughs> we'll show them. It's not all staying inside. <laughs> exactly. You know, I went to Phoenix in the middle of July, and it was literally 120 outside. And I don't see how that is any different <laughs> than below here in Minnesota. Either way, you just can't go outside for more than 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ben, we're down to just the last two minutes, and do you have any, you know, parting thoughts for our listeners? Well, I think 
you know, you and I have talked. You and I have talked about it, and I think I think that uh, the word hope is a critical word. You know, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't think that um, I don't think people should should take the word lightly. I don't I don't think that it's um, that it's empty. I think that the word is is um, yeah is concrete. It, it doesn't have to be this abstract, you know, conceptual idea that that you know is a, is a nice thought but doesn't really matter i think that i think the reality is that is that it's concrete and it's objective and that there really is hope and that you know um yes we've got some great things happening in in the science of the brain and and you know i think that's important for people to hang on to uh, because of what uh, what disorder and yeah and brain disease can do to people but anyway have hope and um and keep um, keep supporting people that are that are suffering from from these issues every day. Ben, thank you so much. This has just been a pleasure having you here. I'm always so happy when you take the time to speak to my listeners, and just thank you so much for all that you're doing, and thank you for all the hope that you offered our listeners today. Thanks, Amy. Appreciate it. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And, again, be sure to visit facesoftbi.com to listen to previous podcasts and see any upcoming topics. Thank you again to our sponsor, Minnesota Functional Neurology. Find them online at mnfunctionalneurology.com. Thank you for being a part of my journey, everyone. Have a great afternoon.